the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Steps in the city, steps in the city, they're BFFs talking gritty. Steps in the city. Four, three, two, one. We're back. I was thinking of Wayne's World when they have the countdown. Five, four, three, and then the two and the one are like silent, and they like solve yes. it. Yeah, I was doing that with you. Wayne's um, World. Party happy time. Tuesday. Happy Tuesday. <laughs> we got reprimanded for saying we record on a different day, even though I think every podcast I probably listened to ten. I listen to talk about that they record on not the day that it's dropped, but right. you know, I don't know if we just need Ed to like, he's the man and he gets it up so fast that we record Tuesday and Ed puts it up on Tuesday. Everyone. There you go. We are <laughs> fucking magical bitches, but you just said Ed gets it up. I don't know if I want to talk about Ed getting anything up. Yeah. I don't know. Um, <laughs> The show, I don't know about anything else over there. The last we heard, I think it still worked, but it wasn't like getting any. Um, <laughs> Who is though, really? I mean, I got it once this year. I think, yeah, I, if you have like a friend with benefits situation, it, it can work out well, in and these I times. It, right. It would be working out better for me if I didn't have to fucking get Corona tested every week. <laughs> Yeah, so now I'm waiting on now. results again, waiting on results again, which is you so finally stupid. got your test and now you got to go two weeks in a row. Right. So I got I tested negative twice and now I got tested again. So now I'm waiting, even though I have no symptoms. It was just a mass. Everybody's getting tested here. So whatever. I mean, working in medical industry, it's surprising that you're just now like it sucks. And it's crazy how it's just like becoming like they kept talking about how fall was going to be the worst and it really is. It's just been terrible. I I I truly I, I never have been the type of person with this job that I have to um dread getting up in the morning or dread I like I love what I do. I love my job and it's very rare for people to be like I love it. Like I I look forward to going to work every day and I used to and now like I'm getting tears in my eyes because I feel like every day I'm waking up and I'm like going into to like battle. I'm going into the war and I don't know if I'm going to make it home healthy. I don't know what's going to happen. And and I feel like an asshole because I'm not like in the ERs or on the very front lines, but there's still this exposure risk that is it's just fucking with my mind. So I'm sorry, folks, if I haven't posted anything on Facebook or Instagram in a while. I just it's like I told a friend, I'm like, it's everything I can do to keep it together and just like focus on my daily tasks that need to get done. And then I come home and I'm like in bed by eight o'clock because I just don't want to face anything else for the rest of the day. Yeah. So. And part of me was like, eh, maybe we can st skip this week. And I'm like, no, no, doing the show will put me in like a better frame of mind. <laughs> you, well, know, you know, I, I yeah, I don't care about skipping if you ever wanted to. It's no, it's just, you know, you get in that like I'm a little hermit and I don't want to do anything or go anywhere mode. And you really got to snap yourself out of it. And yeah, I mean, I went to McDonald's yesterday and that was about it. Oh, I went to White Castle, too. <laughs> 
I got a group on like in January for a facial and they sent me an email it was expiring and I'm like, fuck. So a couple weeks ago, I scheduled it for Saturday and then all week I was like waiting to see if they canceled it because yeah. like it's like everything's getting locked down again and they never did. So I went and it was like totally fine. It was just like me and the lady in there and she wore the mask the whole time. Um, but I also had placed my first weed order. Nice. So I um, that was in Skokie. So I kind of like ran some errands yesterday and got um, went to the dispensary in Andersonville and got myself a new vape pen and some edibles. You didn't go to the and- greenhouse. I think there's one in Skokie. No. No, I had already placed it. There's one like right down the street from Davion. Um, and I had placed it like Friday night. Yeah. So, but um, I don't know. I just like even like the my facial was in Skokie. I just like it over there. I'm like, I guess if I ever like moved or wanted to buy like a house or something, I feel like I like Skokie. Skokie's really nice. Well, and what else is over there? Lincoln Lincolnshire's up, Amy. Lincolnwood. Lincolnwood, right. Yeah. Like, all that. That area is pretty nice. It's not it's that cute. far from you. No, not no. at all. No, it was... So, yeah, I was out a little bit, just kind of running those errands. And then once I got home, I think I, I smoked too much of the vape. <laughs> it's a little stronger, I think, than I'm used to. And I, like, ended up taking, like, a nap. So then, like, once nice. I woke up and it was, like, 8 p.m., I'm, like, out of it. It was just a weird rest of my day after that. So, I mean, I keep saying I'm going to go by this dispensary. And even at work, like all of us were talking like field trip, field trip. Are we going? It's like a block away. Are we going? And the one girl's like, baby, I smoke blunts. And I'm like, oh, my God. You know, so we were all joking around. But I'm like, are you going to bring us goodie bags next week? Because they have pre-rolled, I think. Maybe not at that one. But I know I've been to dispensaries where they have just like pre-rolled blunts. I think I might just to try the edible or like you said, the vape pen. Yeah, I like the vape. You just I probably would have been fine with like, a, I don't know how many puffs I took. They were pretty bad. Yeah, I don't know. It was a little much. But I also got it's like this strawberry crunch bar. And the girl said it's so good. Really? Um, yeah. So I'm excited to try that. But obviously, yeah. But yesterday. how many milligrams in the whole bar do you just eat? Like, is it in squares? And you just it's eat in square? squares. Yeah. Okay. So it's like I think it's a hundred total. So they're each ten. I would usually do like five at first because. Oh yeah. So at least I'm you a little can cut weight with the weed. Yeah, you could cut the half and half or whatever. That's that's not right. bad. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. All I know is that that like <laughs> it's getting worse and worse and worse out there as far as the the numbers and the deaths and the you know and we're running across like asymptomatic you know people that are testing positive and it's just I uh, you know it's mm-hmm. like okay yeah take temperatures but <laughs> if someone's asymptomatic what the fuck is that doing for you nothing yeah, yeah. so. Yeah, I've just been watching a lot of TV, and um, I ate junk yesterday. Today I cooked, like, brunch, but I also had a Dunkin' Donut while I was making brunch. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I know. My oldest, he's like, I'm going to go to Starbucks for a coffee. I'm like, can you just go to Dunkin' for a coffee and bring home some donuts? And he's like, yeah, I guess. I'm like... (laughs) Thanks. Well, today, November 17th, is homemade bread day. So if you're feeling frisky, you can make some bread. I don't think I've ever made bread in my life other than like, you know, the crescent rolls out of the tube that scares the fuck out of you when you pop them open. Like, 
<laughs> I think that's, but my one um, bestie up in Canada, she makes fresh homemade bread every single day. Wow. <laughs> and, and it's so delicious. And when we go up there, she makes like the pizza dough for us to make homemade pizzas. And she's, she's like a little baker, but she swears she just does it out of necessity because, you know, she's not real close to a grocery store. So she's got to kind of make everything she needs. I love homemade bread, especially when it's warm. Mm. Oh, yeah. So well, good. you know what? And it's one of my buddies, um, Max, who lives close by you. Remember I brought him a hot dog or brought you a hot dog with Max? Um, he told me the secret is like if you could get a hold of like a really nice warm loaf of like uh, fresh French bread. You know, like sometimes you go to Jewel and it's right out of the oven. Mm-hmm. And then he said you put butter on it with a little drizzle of honey and sea salt. And it is phenomenal. So Hmm. that's something to try. (laughs) Yeah, I just like the butter. I don't know. Yeah, but the drizzle of honey and the sea salt, it really makes like a big difference. And you can actually buy honey butter and put it on there if you want. I've bought that before when I was up in Canada. I don't know that I've seen it here. But yeah, fresh honey butter. Oh, so good. Well, I know for a while everyone was baking bread, so it was hard to like get yeast or anything. So National Homemade Bread Day, since we're all getting locked down again, it seems like go get you some yeast and make your homemade bread. Yeah, Um, I think we are heading toward the lockdown. I got I got this. I got this clip for you, Steph. Here we go. Okay. In lockdown inside the fuck inside. (laughs) Not the fuck going out to parties in the casino. It's the fucking lockdown. <laughs> Inside. Yeah, we're, we're, we're close. We're close. Uh you have down here it's national take a hike day. Yeah. Um I always like that's the thing whenever people say like they went hiking or like whenever I hear about hiking, I'm always like, why don't I go? Because like I've been to like Starved Rock and stuff and it's and, like in, in Phoenix we went. I don't know. I, it's just something like I kind of like to do. I don't know why I don't do it more often. But I also think here, I don't know that November 17th is an optimal national hike day for Illinois. No, so we can modify that and make it national. Tell someone to go take a hike day. There you go. <laughs> well, it is also National Unfriend Day. So if you're feeling like you're sick of people, go ahead and get your unfriending. I am. Uh, you know, there's one there's one like girl from school. I really wasn't good friends with her, but I knew her. And my other girlfriend, Kathy, that owns the painting studio, like, God bless her. She's such a wonderful person is always kind to everybody. And this one girl from high school just keeps pulling shady shit on her all the time. And I was, I like unfriended her last night. And I was so tempted to send her a message and be like, you fuck with Kathy one more time. I'm going to come and rip that fucking wig off your head and drag your ass down the street. Like I was so pissed. Well, why is Kathy being nice to her? Kathy is just, she's like an angel. She's nice to everybody and she gives everybody multiple chances. And this girl's not, it's not just she's fucking with her, she's fucking with her business. And that's what pisses me off. Like right now, if you're a business owner, I don't care what your business is, Unless you're like one of these fucking billionaires that just keep making money off the pandemic. But these small business owners, they're struggling. So, you know, they don't have time to play games where you have a group of people that, you know, schedule a class and then at the last minute you cancel. And so then she's out the money for the 
you know, for the people taking the class because she's got to refund them or give them a credit. And then, you know, she's got an artist that comes in. So then she has to schedule the time with the artist and she has to pay her at the end of the day. So, you know, it, it it's just like have a little common sense and realize that you can't just go canceling last minute when you make these appointments either you know, for classes or for your salon appointments or whatever it might be, because people are counting on your, you know, you showing up. Does she have like a thing in place where it's like within 24 hours or? Yeah, normally she would give a credit, but she's just like in this situation, just fuck it. I'm just going to give her money back and lesson learned. But because she's such a sweetheart, she always is like, oh, well, she wouldn't do that again to me. Mm." So, yeah, I was ready to like, just go over there and bust your ass Kathy, open. I don't know if Kathy listens, but trust no bitch. You know what? <laughs> right. You're, they're just going to keep disappointing you. So, Girl, that's why I posted that on Facebook. What was it like a couple weeks ago? And it's like, don't trust the living. It was from Beetlejuice. And I'm like, that's the truth, man. Don't trust the living because they'll yeah. fuck you every time. Mm-hmm. So speaking of living, I had... It was so weird, but I had, you know, our weather was still really nice at the beginning of the week and I had my bedroom window open and I had an orb when I woke up, like an orb outside my window, like it wasn't in my bedroom, but it was outside my bedroom window. And it just made me think like, A, who is it? And B, like, why? And then C, is that one like house cleansing holding if the orb wasn't inside my house? So Hmm. kind of interesting yeah either that or i'm just losing my fucking mind (laughs) i i I didn't know like you could just see orbs i always thought they were in pictures no um you know what after my dad passed away because my dad passed while i was pregnant with joe and after he passed away it would be every I don't even know what time of the night or, you know, morning it would be, but I would wake up, I'd open my eyes and I would see an orb over Joe's bassinet. Hmm. And then all of a sudden, like it would be a split second, like I wouldn't even be able to like wake up my, you know, my husband at the time, I wouldn't even be able to be like, dude, wake up. Like it would just, it would just float away. But the weird thing was, is every time the orb would float away, both kids would wake up crying. Like they knew something just like left was really, really strange. And that happened until I moved into like the next house. And then I didn't really see the orb very much. But it was weird that I saw it on Monday. And unfortunately, I did like my friend's mom passed away this week. So I mean, it could have been related to that. I don't know. It's been just a crazy week. So yeah, I'm ready for Thanksgiving, even if it means I got to (laughs) cook. I just want to sit at home and do nothing. Yeah, I've been counting down just to have like those two days off. Right, right. And I was like, uh, you know, it would be it would be just like my boss to be like, we got to get in as many people as we can. So we're going to work the day after Thanksgiving. And I'm like, don't even do that. Like he hasn't said that, but the thoughts crossed my mind. And I'll just say, well, don't I can't. put that in the universe. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's true. Like I take or it already universe. say you have plans that Friday. And if we're I already have working. plans that Friday and involves my bed and my pillows and sleeping and that's it so there you go yeah um stuff i have good news for you you were like so upset rightfully so that somebody just walked up and punched rick moranis remember that yeah who does that this guy marquis ventura so he was charged with second degree assault stemming from that incident on october 1st so this guy was arrested why he did that 
you know what? Fuck Rolling Stone because like they email me all these, uh, you know, emails every day. And then they're like, if you want to read the rest of the story, you can subscribe. And I'm like, I subscribe like for years. <laughs> right. So I'm like, all right, I got the headline. So I, I mean, I don't know. I don't know why he did it or what, but at least there's a little bit of justice there that they found they found him and they arrested him. Yeah. What's his guy. name? Marquis. Marquis Ventura. All right. Yeah. Put so, him on my shit list. Yeah. If you're going to do a little juju hoodoo, put his name on the list. <laughs> Be like, may your balls shrivel up and fall off <laughs> for hitting Rick Moranis. Um, speaking of balls, I was like laughing so hard the other day. I don't know what it was. I was cooking and I'm like, I got to add the onions. And then I said something and I'm like, that's so silly. And it reminded me of this guy that I dated and apparently he had some really weird sayings that he had. And I guess it was meant as a compliment when he said, you get me all silly in the onions. So, <laughs> and I'm like, what does that mean? Like your your onions are your nuts and they're, you like get excited. Like, I don't know what that means, but I guess that goes along with the mouth hug. Like that term yeah i don't know if i like that mouth hug and silly in the onions so there you go Mm. gotta gotta love those interesting i don't know they're just cringy right cringy yeah yeah i don't think i like either of them no Mm -mm, no so um uh steph we were all wondering what was going to happen now that alex trebek r.i.p um you know he passed away like they can't stop Jeopardy. I mean, that's probably the best game show on TV. I've always watched Jeopardy. <clears throat> I guess Alex has 35 episodes that he taped before his death. So they're going to continue with those. Um, and there's a petition that somebody started that they're calling for LeVar Burton to be the next host. Hmm. And I personally, one of my favorite when I'm stressed out and I you know I listen to podcasts all day and I'm like I just need to like relax I I honestly the best one that I could recommend is LeVar Burton reads and it's just LeVar Burton picking random stories that he likes and he is such a fantastic narrator and storyteller that it's just so in at the beginning of it he's like okay we're gonna take a deep cleansing breath and then and then he starts to read and you kind of it really does it calms you and he the way he is just so animated and such a good storyteller it sucks you in and it relaxes you right away so do you think he would be a good jeopardy host though i really think he would i think he would um I mean, he's just great at everything he does. Remember he did like the reading rainbow and stuff like that? Yeah, I remember that when I was a kid, but I don't know that I've really like heard much from him since. So, Well, and you're not a Star Star Trek fan. He was no. Jordy LaForge on Star Trek The New Generation. And I thought he did a really good job at that. Um, but yeah, he's a really good storyteller. I don't know. Try listening to one of his once in a while. I mean, they're all there's no rhyme or reason to the stories that he picks. They're just stories that he likes. But sometimes I'm like, oh, I really love this author. Like, I wouldn't mind going back and getting some books by this person, you know. Mm-hmm. So, well, we'll um, stay and, tuned. Yeah, stay tuned. I mean, they said they needed 10,000 signatures and they have like 8,500 at the moment. So, um, I think it would be a good opportunity. And like I said, he's really respected and 
uh, well-read and, you know, intelligent. So I think he would be a good pick. Uh, And now, Steph, this is like way out of your wheelhouse. And I don't really know what to think about it because I love Marvel. And, you know, growing up on... So this is just... Okay, let me start at the beginning because it's so hard to describe. So this is going to be called Wanda Vision, like Wanda, a woman's name, Wanda Vision, and it's going to be a series on Disney Plus. And I don't know, the critics are saying this might be the most important Disney Plus series yet. What? Which I know, like no one can top the child. Baby Yoda was so cute. I watched him last night. Um. So WandaVision is coming at a time of great peril and intrigue for entertainment. The show on Disney Plus combines the worlds of Marvel's movies with TV. So they're like doing a mashup. So literally the show is parodying and borrowing from the TV shows of the past. They're starting off in the classic 50s era of television, and you can immediately tell the kinds of shows that WandaVision is riffing from. I Love Lucy, which is one of the most influential TV shows ever, is well represented here. So the show isn't just borrowing from TV in the past. Uh, Like the best Marvel movies, WandaVision is taking from Marvel's past, present, and future. So a show like WandaVision might be a little too much for someone new to Marvel, but it's giving us looks at not only classic costumes for for the two characters, which they're showing um, Vision. I don't know if you know who you're not a Marvel fan. So do you know Mm -mm. it's Paul Bettany's character Vision? Oh, okay. I know he's married to uh, Jennifer. What's her face? I've always liked him. He's a really great actor. So I don't know. So I guess what they're doing is they're like starting in the 50s and they're shooting all of those in black and white like it was back in the 50s. And it's like you see Vision in a suit like in the kitchen with Wanda, who's dressed up like Donna Reed or Lucy. <laughs> so um, but like why? Like what? I don't get it. I don't I don't either. So. I don't know. I mean, it's a crazy idea, I guess, if it works. Um, The thing that kind of intrigues me is that, you know how, like, kids that listen to 80s music, they, like, grow to appreciate a whole different era that they weren't even part of, right? So will this show open the door for all of these younger generations that don't even know who I love Lucy or what I love Lucy is like, will they gather a whole new appreciation for TV of, you know, past eras and you know what I mean? So I, I, yeah, I just was like trying to wrap my mind around it and what it would look like. There's clips out there that you can watch, but um, this release is in December, so we don't have to wait much longer to, you know, see what it's going to look like. But um, I don't know. I think it's kind of interesting, but also kind of like, what? So, Well, I'll let you let me know how it goes, because I don't <laughs> think I'll be tuning in. I don't know. Take a few puffs and tune in and see. Nah, you might good. like it. I'm good. <laughs> It might be good, like Stoner Show. Like, dude, that's that's Lucy with Vision and Black Panther. Like, what's going on here? They're making a cake. Like, no, who knows? yeah. 
I don't think I like get like that where it'd be like, a, ugh, like, I don't know. It's not, it just sounds strange to me. I feel like I'd just rather watch I Love Lucy. Yes, I agree. Uh, yeah, I don't know. But I mean, I guess if you're a true Marvel fan and you're looking for some other you know, outlet to see the characters expressed in different ways. Like maybe that's, I, I yeah. don't know. I just I think mean, it's, I know I'm in the minority there, so I guess we'll see how it, yeah, you know, you never know. I mean, as they move along, they might have Captain America being like, you know, David Hasselhoff as a lifeguard on the beach. You don't, we don't know what they're doing. <laughs> that would be kind of fun. Wouldn't it? Yeah. I mean, I like Chris Evans. Or Thor, like as BJ and the bear driving the big rig. I don't think I know what that is. You'll have to look up that show. It was uh, Greg Evigan, and he was the actor. <clears throat> and he was like a truck driver. I, I want to say, I think, his, I think he had a monkey, kind of similar to that uh, Clint Eastwood character when he had Clyde. Right? I mean, I'm really lost. <laughs> I don't know I'm what you're talking about. I'm showing my age. And no, I didn't smoke before I got on the mic. So <laughs> I'm just tripping down memory lane here. All right, Steph, you lead us down down to uh, something more relevant. <laughs> well, yeah, it's kind of memory lane. Like every year since 2010, YouTube has been doing a rewind for the year. So they like look back at the year's most impactful creators, videos, and trends. But they announced the other day that they're not doing it this year. <laughs> so, um, so much of the good that did happen in 2020 was created by all of their um, viewers. And um, she said they're saying, thank you for making a difference, but we're not doing a rewind. And it's like, well, who the fuck wants to recap this year? So I kind of get it. True. Although I ran across this on, on um, YouTube stuff and I thought it was kind of funny. It's a commercial. Hi there, do you need leaves removed from your driveway? Have you got a weed problem? Your shrubs need pruning. Are you a lawyer for a newly defeated president whose fascist administration has accidentally hired a garden center to host a press conference on voter fraud? Then you need to pay us a visit here at Four Seasons Total Landscaping. Whether your lawn needs a bit of sprucing up, or if you just need a filthy, dirty parking lot next to an adult bookstore to host a spontaneous presidential campaign event <laughs> because you've got a suburban garden center mixed up with a luxury hotel, we are here for you. We cater for everyone, from the amateur gardener who needs a little help with his perennial borders, to the inept Republican events organizer who can't tell the difference between a luxury conference room and a warehouse full of artificial turf. So if you need a range of landscaping ideas, or if you just... Oh, that's too funny. I don't know if that's like a legit Four Seasons commercial because the guy plainly sounds, he sounds like he's either from the upper Midwest, like Minnesota or Wisconsin or Canada. <laughs> like, Well, it could be though, because those people seem to have a good sense of humor and they're definitely like capitalizing on all of this. Yeah. So that's, that's on YouTube. I ran across that and I'm like, that's hilarious. Yeah, that's pretty funny. <laughs> So and apparently they weren't really like, oh, we love Donald Trump. They were like laughing at the whole situation. So, yeah, um, I mean, anyone who doesn't think that's funny, I just don't understand. We have like a Zoom call every Monday morning. Normally we use that Google Meet, but Zoom, if it's a bigger meeting, we do mm -hmm. we use that. And uh, so I made my background the Four Seasons landscaping <laughs> parking lot. 
And only one of my coworkers that I don't know if anyone else noticed, but he just kept look. We just kept looking at each other and laughing because, like, I just still think it's so funny. It like made me so happy on a Monday morning. And then he kept texting me like, "I can't even look at you." I'm like, "How is no one else seeing this?" Yeah, that's what I want to (laughs) know. How did no one else note? I'm telling you. I mean, and I'm one of them. Like the. There could be something going on right in front of my face sometimes, and I don't even notice it. So just I well, guess. there's like twelve of us on, I think. So it's hard. No one's really looking, especially on a Monday. You're just kind of like, let's get through this. But at least right. one person noticed, and we got a good laugh. Well, yeah, at least somebody noticed. It would have been a total bummer if you would have been like, nobody noticed. I Go mean, on. at least it made me laugh. That's all yeah. that matters. That's all that matters. Honestly, like if you can make yourself laugh and find joy in it, then it was worth it. Exactly. 100%. It was worth uh, it. Is there really even going to be a Super Bowl this year? I guess so. I don't know. Right? They announced the halftime and it's the weekend, which seemed a little strange. But then they played like a clip of his new m- music video, which is kind of like a dance song, that light song. I can't okay. think of how it goes. But I was like, oh, maybe I could see him performing at the halftime show. But yeah, and then I thought that too. Like, is there even going to be a Super Bowl? I guess there will be, but no one in the no one can at the be game. There. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I don't gonna either. Be weird. I have a friend. Um, I've known him for years. It's kind of funny because I dated him when I was like, seriously in my teens. Um, but I've I've kept in contact with him all these years. And he works for that Mark Cuban's um, mobile TV group where, you know, when you, they, they send big trucks full of like equipment over to stadiums so that they can televise like all the sports games and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And he was saying that some of these colleges because the, right now they're mostly doing college ball. Um, college football that he was saying like sometimes it's like 15 percent capacity uh, other ones were a little bit higher so I guess there still are people there at games I know some of my cousins went to see my uh, other cousin play at, at uh, the Sooners games so there there had to be people there but I don't think the NFL is allowing anyone in the stadiums right yeah, I think the NFL games are different. And I didn't realize that college football games were still like when they had that game that was in two overtimes last Saturday, I saw the end of it. Oh, when the Notre Dame game where everybody rushed the field. Yeah, there was a ton of people there. Yeah. Well, yeah, then so Notre Dame came like, back oh. and said, you all must get tested or you're basically fired. Like you're expelled. Well, so, yeah. So that was college. Yeah. yeah, they're they're showing out. Yeah, no, I, I definitely. Well, and it was kind of funny because when I was talking to this, I mean, seriously, I dated him when I was in my teens. He was like making me laugh because he's like, you know, I'm friends with your mom on Facebook. And I'm like, what? I'm not even friends with my mom on Facebook. He's like, well, she friended me. And I just said, well, it's Stephanie's mom. Why not? And I'm like, oh, Lord, I apologize. Like she posts some crazy shit like she's from another planet. And then it got me thinking, I'm like, why is my mom friending boys that I dated in high school? Like, that's just so creepy to me. Is that why you're not friends with her on Facebook? Because she posts crazy stuff? Um, Yeah. And then it would also be like, I can see that you're on Facebook. You don't have time to call your mother. And I'm like, it looks like I'm always signed in. I'm busy right now. No, I don't have time to call you. So it was just like another way for her to bully me. And I was like, oh, mm, yeah. don't, don't need it. Yeah. So, 
And I think that's why, like, I don't do that to people either, especially if I'm dating someone. I don't friend them on Facebook because, quite frankly, I don't want them to ever think that I'm stalking them or keeping tabs on them. Like, look, if you can't be a decent person, then fuck off. Like, I don't I don't need to waste my time trying to search your bullshit, you know? Yeah, I just hate Facebook. I know you do. I, you know what? And like I said, I go on it for my freebies, which I think I only got one this week, which sucks. But I go on there for my freebies and then to find content for the show. You know, sometimes there's just some ridiculous bullshit on there and we got to share it. So, yeah. Uh, okay, Steph, I'm going to let you take this next one because I have no idea who this girl is. Well, you know, Larry David, right? Yes. So I just think he's hilarious and I love Curb Your Enthusiasm. Um, this is his daughter, Cassie, oh, which is just okay. funny to think of him having a daughter. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't have. I think, honestly, I mean, the name even I didn't put two and two together at all there. I think she's like a comedy writer. She does something in the industry because I know she just wrote a book. But from the book, it, she talked about she dated Pete Davidson right before he dated Ariana Grande. And we definitely talked about like him with the big dick energy. Um, So when they broke up, I guess she said she was distraught and like she was really freaking out about it. And she was on a plane to her sister's graduation. She was shaking uncontrollably in her dad's arms for the entire flight. And it says, Cassie, come on. He screamed at her. Your ancestors survived the Holocaust. Which I just think is so like perfect of a Larry David being a dad. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Like, come on, get your shit together here. Yeah. But it says that they're friends now and stuff. And yeah, it's Larry David's daughter dated Pete Davidson. Wow. Well, and you know, thinking along those lines, so like, you know, people, people like that. So obviously she opened herself up way opened up emotionally and just showed her vulnerability for her to get hurt that bad. Right. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, what's better? Not really ever fully opening up your vulnerable side and opening up emotionally so that you don't get hurt like that or opening yourself up to be hurt like i don't know like what what's the answer i mean this is story of my life are we talking to my therapist right now because that's that's big time what she likes to start talking to me about i I think it's better to take the chance and have the experience and um allow yourself if you feel hurt to feel hurt and But I definitely know that that's probably like my biggest thing is I definitely have a wall up and it's like really hard to break it down. (laughs) And then once it does come down and if things go sideways, it's like even worse, you know. But I think I also realize that however many times it's happened, I've also like you learn each time and it Mm -hmm. gets a little easier each time. Um, So I think it's better to just be vulnerable and put yourself out there when you can. I mean, that's my advice. Not that I've been pondering that for so long, only because I think when I first became single and I was dating, I was like, "Woo, no, no walls, no, no boundaries, no, nothing. Like I'm just going to love everybody and everybody's going to be nice. And this is going to be fun. And then, you know, fast forward seven years, I'm like, fuck everybody. And well, I see, I think there's a difference with boundaries and walls. 
So I think you need to establish that. I do think Mm. everyone should have boundaries and I think that you should establish them and that you should keep to those and make sure other people are. And if they're not, then they can go fuck themselves. But um, I think like a wall is different. Uh, Yeah, I mean, yes, I guess they're both different, but maybe I just have both of them. (laughs) Yeah, I have the wall and I have boundaries. And yeah, I don't know. I mean, sometimes I do. I let like I let the the wall down a little bit. And I think, you know, like maybe people like that, but then the wall goes back up. And I'm like, I'm Mm -hmm. not that girl I was an hour ago. I'm different now. (laughs) I've changed. I've changed. I don't, you know what though, but there's so many fucking triggers out there. Like you start talking to a nice person and then they're all of a sudden they're like, do you ever get into like Dom sub? And I'm like, what? Like we were just having a nice conversation. You got to ruin it with that. Yeah. I mean, I can, uh, you just, just swiping. It's like, nope, you see one thing. Nope. There's my trigger. (laughs) It can be really stupid too, but Yeah, no, I definitely have triggers. And especially like I've had like a conversation with you for an hour and you're craving my you're craving my company. You don't even fucking know me, motherfucker. Fucko. Like, really? Seriously. You're just craving a wet dick. Move on. Carry on. Well, oh, moving to nicer things, something you liked and I haven't watched yet. But oh Emily my god, you Paris. haven't watched this? Oh no. stuff. I'm gonna rewatch it because I loved it so much. Did you know though? Netflix said it's supposed to be called Emily in Paris. Now that's stupid. <laughs> Everyone was making fun of it on Twitter, and I thought it was funny. And then they said, "What would your show be?" So I said, "We would be Stephanie and Schenectady." Oh, that's kind of kind of good. <laughs> But yeah, it's Emily in Paris, in case anyone wants to check it out on Netflix. Emily in Paris. Well, that's like all these fucking idiots that are like, I'm not going to be on Facebook anymore. I'm going to go over to that parlor. Well, it's not parlor. It's parlay. (laughs) And it's racist as fuck. Yeah. It's like that right wing thing where everyone was leaving um, Twitter and Facebook to like they made their own. Um, yeah, but that's like, it's like 4chan. So people are just going over to the dark side. Yeah, it's like super racist. People were posting posts from it. And I was like, holy uh-uh. shit. That's the devil calling all his people home. You know exactly where those motherfuckers no, are going. Let them go. Yeah, when, <laughs> when the rapture happens, they're gone. Um. So, yeah, Netflix, it's Emily in Paris. And I don't care what Paris. you say. <laughs> Emily Stephanie gotta watch it. It's so cute. I love it. Yeah. I mean, it's definitely on my list. You know, I have, I don't know. I have shit I gotta watch. I need to actually make a list because I forget. I told Davion though, I my one remote that's for like my TV, which is mm-hmm. where I have like the smart TV so I can get like Netflix on it and Hulu and I can't find it. <laughs> so I, I haven't been able to watch stuff that's just not my cable. Oh, so like no. last week I wanted to watch the Hulu with HBO because of the undoing. You know, I'm very into that right now. Yes, I haven't started that. So I watched the third episode in my bed on my phone. (laughs) And he's like, why wouldn't you just search for the remote? I'm like, I didn't feel like it. I was like, I'll just go in bed and watch this on my phone. I bet you Albert put it somewhere. He probably got his little jaws on it and hit it somewhere. It's definitely, I I have a feeling, I have, my couch has a bed. 
So if it fell, it might oh. be like under the pullout bed, but it's just like, I don't feel like searching. Why'd you tell me that? I can sleep over. Yeah. Only one person. No, two people. Your dad. Me? No, my dad will not. Like he sleeps on the couch. He won't pull the bed out. He's oh, like, really? even at home. He sleeps in the recliner all the time. He doesn't oh. go to bed and they have a sleep number bed. That's really comfortable. Cause when I dog sat there, I slept in it and he doesn't use it. I'm like, you're so stupid. Um, but yeah, my friend B strange. from Vegas has slept on the pullout bed, and my friend Tony from Charleston has slept on the pullout bed. Oh, I think yeah. you should have like a like an autograph book of who slept in the bed, <laughs> a guest book. <laughs> yeah, that would be fun. And then if you ever get rid of that couch, then it goes with it. Like you inherit the couch where all these famous people slept. <laughs> I guess so. Yeah, I don't cute. know. I'm sure my fucking remote's in there, and I don't feel like pulling it all out and getting yeah. it. Well, it, that's like me. I have three remotes for my TV. I have the Comcast one. Then I have the Apple TV one. And then I have the one that controls the TV. So if I want to flip, I got to go to HDMI one, HDMI two. And, mm-hmm. and the kids are always like, let's watch this. I'm like, and I hand them the remotes. I'm like, I don't know how to do this. And they get so pissed <laughs> at me. They're like, you know how to do it. I go, it's too much. It's too much. You just From do dog it, sitting in so many different houses, I've definitely like gotten better with knowing how to like work Ugh. all that because yeah. everyone's got a different setup. And thankfully, my Comcast remote, like I can turn the volume up on my TV. I can turn my TV on and off with it because otherwise I'd be really screwed right now, which is would not <laughs> be watching everything on my laptop because I'm really not in the mood to search for this remote control. I don't blame you. Same. Well, and I have that big, like, it's, you know, it's like that leather, big, huge pit couch or whatever the fuck. So, and it never fails. If one kid was watching TV, they put their controller somewhere and then I got to search for it and they hear me swearing. I'm like, you motherfuckers with this fucking controller. I got to fucking look for it. Like, yeah, I curse my head off until I find it. I don't even have a kid here, but you're right. It probably was Albert. (laughs) Probably was. I'm telling you, dogs, they... They will take stuff and hide it. When you're looking for the other match to your sock, you know he put it somewhere. Oh, absolutely. I know he took my headband the one day. I have no idea where it is. Uh, And then I got worried, like, did he eat it? Like, how could I not find my headband? I still haven't found that either. I don't, you know what? Dogs eat stuff all the time. I've seen like the pictures of like, we pulled 30 socks out of. I don't know. And I got a little worried when I couldn't find it because I was like, oh, that can't be good in his stomach because it was like a thick cotton headband. But I mean, that was weeks ago and he's fine. And I don't know. Maybe that's just under something too. Yeah. It's probably wherever my remote is. They're chilling together. Well, if you do that, I know people say it's nutty, but I'm telling you it works when you do that. Tony, Tony, turn around, find the things that can't be found. That's it's like Saint a Anthony prayer to St. Anthony to locate lost items, and it works. Yeah, I know my family has done the St. Anthony thing. Mm-hmm. It works. Well, I'll keep you posted if I find it. <laughs> it's going to um, be like 1 o'clock in the morning. I did that Tony thing, and I found it. <laughs> <laughs> I was desperate. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't know when it's going to be because I really have no desire to look for it. <laughs> Believe me, I took the garbage out yesterday and the kids came home from work. And I'm like, I I didn't have the energy to put a new bag in the can. And they're like, <laughs> what? I'm like, it was enough to just take the garbage out. Like, I didn't I didn't want to touch it again. Like, yeah, so. they can put a new bag in. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Well, and it never fails. Like I get up to clean on Saturdays and I'm like, I got a full fucking recycler I got to take out, a full garbage can to take out. And then, of course, they come home. What, what do we got to eat? Like, really? So this morning they came in the kitchen and I'm singing Cinderella, Cinderella, clean the kitchen, Cinderella. Like, that's me. But you made brunch? I did. Well, I was hungry. Made eggs, corned beef hash, rye toast, orange juice. I guess it was still breakfasty, but it was at like twelve thirty. So, yeah, brunch, breakfast, brunch. Yep, and then breakfast I had a, is good any time of day. I had a chocolate frosted cooler while I was cooking. So. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, Steph, tell me about this American Horror Story. I saw that pop up on the TV, like new season coming. But you know how every season has like a different theme. Do we know what the theme is for this? And it's season 10, right? It's season 10. So they're saying they're going to like go bigger. Honestly, I have not watched it since the uh, Coven season when there was like a decapitated head talking to people. I was like, this is <laughs> trash. But this um, has been being teased by Ryan Murphy. Usually it would have been like on right now. But because of COVID, they pushed back actually filming it. Right. So I think early next year is what they're thinking it will come out. But he said, Ryan Murphy teased about it. And he said, things are beginning to wash up on shore. So nobody really knows what it's going to be about. But people are wondering if it's like mermaids or a ghost ship or a beach or something like that. Because... That's all he said about it. Huh. But they're saying get ready for one of the most sexy scenes in history between really? Macaulay Culkin Ugh. and Kathy It's already Bates. like a boner Did you killer. see me say who he's, who he's in this scene with? Kathy Bates and Macaulay Culkin. <laughs> it's going to be strange. So, no. yeah, look forward to that. Um, I guess they're just filming it now, so they don't have like a release date, but they are going to do a season 10. You're going to have to like watch midget porn on Pornhub to cleanse your palate after that scene. <laughs> it just sounds like, like, I don't, ugh, yeah, like I wouldn't, I'd be so uncomfortable, but I guess. But that's, that's Ryan Murphy's gig, right? Yeah, he just likes to American make people horror story. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Just like, it doesn't have to be great. It just has to make you squirm. So. Yeah. I don't know. I was finishing watching the boys. I'm like in the last couple episodes and I'm just like, what the fuck is this? Like it was like you're watching the show and they're watching porn on the show. And I'm like, OK, whatever. Mm-hmm. I thought that was interesting. Um, but while we're talking like about that. shows stuff. So a lot of shows have come back. Mm-hmm. I know we were excited about um, SVU coming back. But so the past couple weeks, um, that show the good doctor i watched that show that came back and it's of course all about covid and then i was watching you know the chicago trilogy chicago med chicago fire chicago pd mm-hmm. and of course chicago med was also all about covid and i, I heard gray's anatomy was too i don't watch it anymore but somebody said that that was all covid yeah and so you know i was sitting there like having a little talk with joe cuz these are the shows we watch together and i was like we're living this right now I don't I know that these shows are trying to be relevant because that, you know, they 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 pull their stories from the headlines, you know, like Law and Order. Right. So it's like, you know, they want to be relevant and they want to express what's going on. I said, but they're like, we're already in a covid overload in our everyday lives. 
Like, I don't know that I'll continue to watch these shows if I'm just watching more of what we're living right now. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, You know, Real Housewives of Orange County started back up (laughs) and they were filming it during COVID. And like some of the like this season on real like that footage Mm-hmm. Um, starts to get into like the shutdown and stuff. And I felt like that too. Like I watch this shit because I don't want to think about what's happening out in the right. world. I just want stupid fights between dumb women. I don't need to like watch that happening here too. Like I want it to take me out of that, not like hammer it in my head. But that said, I didn't watch the new SVU yet because I thought Stabler was coming back on the first episode, but apparently that's been pushed back. Oh. Um so once I saw that, I was like, well, I mean, obviously I love my my Olivia, but I really mm-hmm. wanted to see Stabler again. Something um, about Olivia. That John Mayer <laughs> song. Uh, <laughs> this Is Us had a, like their first, I guess I watched the first two episodes, was coronavirus and like Black Lives Matter kind of focused. Uh, and that was actually really good. So I don't know. I, I don't know how I, I feel about it on everything. I know my reality shows. I don't want it muddying up my normal just stupidity that I get from those. Right. Like, please, 90 Day Fiance, don't go there. Yeah, that's true. I didn't think about that. Next season is probably going to be all COVID. Yuck. Yeah. My one friend, Kath, she was texting me last night and she asked me if I watched Dr. Pimple Popper. And I'm like, I love Dr. Pimple Popper because she's also a Mohs surgeon, which is what I do. And um, I'm not a surgeon, but that's the, you know, the specialty I work in. And um, she's like, there's a show right after Dr. Pimple Popper that's about feet. And oh, I've forget- seen the commercial. It's disgusting. <laughs> I forget what it's called. Like there's something wrong with my feet or mm-hmm. something my like that. My feet are killing me, I think. Oh, yes. My feet are killing me. And so I watched a couple of like the clips on YouTube and I was like, it's not as good as Dr. Pimple Popper. But I it, like it, you don't like feet. So I yeah, I don't see you ever tuning in. To I watch don't like that, that show. show. I don't like Pimple Popper. I can't like. <laughs> ugh. And I'm someone who loves picking my face and like getting that stuff, but I I can't watch other people's things. Oh, really? It grosses me out. Yeah. Yeah. When I did general derm, that was probably my least favorite part of the job. Like it was kind of fun, but then it kind of wasn't because a lot of that stuff smells bad. So then you would be in there like masked up and... And it, it, you know, I learned like if I'm putting anesthesia in like a really swollen area, you got to go around it. You can't just go in it or it's going to blow all over you when you're like, yeah. So when I watch it, I'm happy that we don't have smell of vision because it, they get nasty. Uh, yeah, I can't. No way. <laughs> Steph's like, thanks. I'm not going to eat that Twinkie. No. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm good. So Steph, I have no idea how we missed this. Um, probably because we're not Chinese, but it was all over like my news podcast that I listened to. And um, I want to say I even heard it on the radio. So 11-11, so last Wednesday, I think was the 11th. Um, it was Singles Day. Oh, 
Of course, America doesn't celebrate that. But you know what? Now that I think about it, there were a few like online um, places like shopping that they're like, it's Singles Day. Treat yourself. It's Singles Day. Treat yourself. And um, that's basically what it is. It was originally called Bachelor's Day, but now they've changed it to Singles Day or they call it Double Eleven. Um, it's an unofficial holiday and shopping season that celebrates people who are not in relationships. Uh, they chose the date 1111 because the numeral one resembles a bear stick, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> which is Chinese internet slang for an unmarried man who does not add branches to his family tree. So I think that's kind of interesting. Yeah. Next year we'll have to do it. Yes. So, um, but because of this, it's also become a popular date for people to celebrate relationships on and get married. So, um, more than 4,000 couples got married in Beijing on this, on 11-11-2011. So, um, you know, it's considered Singles Day, but then I guess people are so fucking happy that they're in a relationship. Finally, they get married on Singles Day. I also think, though, those number days are just popular because I know 10-10-20 was like huge, even with the pandemic. People just like those dates for their wedding. Right. And I know my niece was born 10-12-12, but everybody was hoping she'd be born 10-11-12. Yeah. Oh, so. yeah. Yeah. Um, but I thought that was interesting because, like I said, I kept seeing, like, treat yourself at Singles Day. I'm like, fuck, if I would have known this, I would have had a whole, like, shopping cart full of shit for myself. So, yeah. um, And then, Steph, once again, fucking lockdown. Colin's Dictionary Word of the Year for 2020 is obviously lockdown (laughs) yeah no explanation needed no no explanation needed um and then while i was on like dictionary uh searches i found that oxford dictionary has um changed their outdated definition of the word woman um so they've expanded the coverage of the word woman with more examples and idiomatic phrases which depict women in a more positive and active manner. So instead of saying man of the moment, they have woman of the moment. And then instead of saying um, woman is a man's wife, girlfriend, or or lover, now they're saying a woman is a person's wife, girlfriend, or female lover. So uh, okay. they're kind of untying it from being the partner to a man. So fuck the patriarchy. Right? Exactly. Oh, I have that. Here, stuff. Accuser of the fucking brethren, you motherfucker! <laughs> I don't know if I want to align myself with her, but yeah. Accuser of the brethren, you motherfuckers. She's on some Where good was stuff. she? Where was she for all this Trump election stuff? Like, come on. She would have been the best. She probably was committed to a mental hospital. Poor lady. Um, so Steph, I went to McDonald's last night and um I saw this story, which is kind of interesting. Um, so McDonald's is gonna launch a crispy chicken sandwich to compete with Chick-fil-A and Popeye's chicken sandwiches, which I had Chick-fil-A's and it was pretty good. I had Popeye's and it was delicious, but it also was diarrhea surprise an hour later. But I thought that. They already had a crispy chicken. 
McDonald's does. They have like the chicken sandwich and maybe they have a crispy chicken one. But nope, this is going to it's going to be coming out early next year to uh, battle with Chick-fil-A and Popeye's. So maybe it's a completely different uh, batter on it or a batter mixture. Hmm. Yeah. And then along with it, they're going to be having a plant based burger called the McPlant. (laughs) That does not. Who came up with that name? You know, and I want to say somebody had mentioned that they're going to call it like the McPLT or something like that. So instead of the McDLT, it'll be PLT for plant. Hmm. Um, yeah, very interesting. I know well, Burger King has what the Impossible Burger, so they got to compete with that too. Right. And I want to say someone else has like a plant-based burger too on their menu. Well, I don't hit too many places. And when I do, it's, I want the real beef. Where's the beef? I want the beef. Mm, um, me too. Yeah. So I thought that was interesting. I'm like, okay, McDonald's, like whatever. Uh, What else do we have going on stuff? Your white socks? <laughs> yeah. It's just, you know, getting better and better with this new manager pick. So he was charged with a DUI, a DUI the day before he got hired, Tony LaRusso. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think they're still going to like hire him or? Yeah, I think they knew. Really? Yeah. I thought that's what I read. I don't know. Yeah, All I, I can I see is that these poor White Sox is going to turn into like the bad news bears. <laughs> yeah. It seems it's going that way. Yeah. Uh well, I mean, well, come on. Does anything surprise us? It's 2020. No, and this uh, local news you have here is not surprising, especially after I said what I did yesterday. Right. Um. So Lori Lightfoot, the mayor of Chicago, announced that she's canceling the 350 layoffs that were tied to her pandemic budget because the revenues generated by the sale of recreational and medical marijuana have gone through the roof. And that allowed the city to cancel the layoffs. Told you they got $90 from me yesterday. So, so what, what did it break down? Like what the taxes and fees were? No, um, it's like whatever the price is on there, it's included. But when I got that pen, the, va- the um, disposable vape pen mm-hmm. in Denver, it was $30. So it was 50 here. Oh, so it's so definitely really- taxed higher here. Hmm. Interesting. Well, and I read an article from somebody or a comment from somebody and they're like, look, the government, the federal government just needs to make marijuana legal on the federal level because then all of the taxes and revenue from that can then go to help offset, you know, educational costs and blah, 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 you know. Or tax uh, churches. I don't know. Maybe that would do something. Right. Or helping, you know, uh, get some of these small businesses back up and running after this whole pandemic hit, you know. So, I mean, that's something to think about. But didn't um, Kamala say, like, during her campaign that she was interested in making marijuana legal for everybody? Yeah, I think so. But then I think there's a lot about when she was the... um... Was she the district attorney? She was the DA, yeah, in San Francisco she and then California. She had like I think. A, a, not the greatest record with like locking people up for marijuana. So I think right. people were kind of like, oh, okay, now you're going to do that. Like there was a problematic thing happening there. But I think she has changed her tune on 
marijuana? I think a lot of people kind of have to just because it's, I mean, honestly, you're not going to see as many accidents and stuff like that from people getting high as you do from people drinking. So I always tell like my grandma's so anti it. Like, they give it to cancer patients. Like, come on. Right. It's they give it like... to everybody. <laughs> I know. Uh, maybe maybe have your grandma take a puff and see what she says. I really think she needs it. She's such like a worry wart and such like a hyper, like, I think it would help her. But the yeah, high like, anxiety. Good luck. Yeah. Good luck getting her to do it. No way. Mm. You have to probably get her drunk first. <laughs> she won't drink. Um, <laughs> she won't do any of that. Don't let me become that grandma, please. I'm going to be the grandma that just is oblivious. Like, I'm done. You kids can do all the work now. I'm just going to sit here and be wasted. Well, I've often said when I'm, like, old, because I know I'm going to be alone. I mean, I'm sure I'll have friends still, but yeah, you at some point, I'm just going to, like, smoke crack. Like, have you ever seen someone on crack? They're just so happy. And, like, if I'm that old, who cares? Well, and you won't have to brush your teeth because you won't have any. There you go. <laughs> it's all looking like it's a good idea. Oh, you're too funny. I don't know. By the time we get old, they're going to have so many other different drugs. <laughs> yeah, there were plenty to choose from. <laughs> um, we did have a little bit of listener feedback this week. Uh, after us asking listeners to send in a dick pic, uh, listener Eric from Freeport sent me a dick pic. Do you see it, Steph? I do. <laughs> I love the tiger stripes. It is the best dick pic ever. It's a picture of Richard Cheese. He's my favorite. Are you going to post this? I should. Like, hey, send us your dick pics. <laughs> well, while we're playing that, maybe I should look into my little position of the day. All right. There's go for it. In the house. I'm still looking for those hoes in the house t-shirts. There's friend. some whores in the house. The Christmas ones? Yeah. <laughs> I said um, November 17th, because we record this on Tuesday and it comes out on Tuesday. Yes, the we record it magically in the morning while we're still in our pajamas Tuesday morning. Um, the slow getaway is the position. And it's a woman laying back on the bed and the guy's like facing her feet and kind of it looks like he's crawling off of her, but he's doing something else too. Is he licking the licking the kitty? No, his crotch oh. is by her crotch. Oh, okay. They don't really have a whole lot of oral going on in this book. We need to find a new one. <laughs> <laughs> You're upset about that part. Oh, I'm like, meh. We've had enough P and V get to something better no i'm kidding there's i mean there's always something different something better for everyone but i can see that i guess so he's slowly pulling out to do a slow getaway yeah like he's crawling away on top hmm. of her he's like i made you come fair lady i'm taking my leave <laughs> mm-hmm. the slow right. getaway well here is uh samandy's ridiculously fun five things of the week here we go Bye. Things that Samandy likes. These are the things that Samandy likes. Five things that Samandy likes. These are the things that Samandy likes. Woo! Thanks, Estelle. That is Stella Sonic from the Strays in the UK. You can find their music all over the place Facebook, YouTube, Instagram. Um, and I swear they always have something new coming out. So, cause I was looking through their song stuff and I was like, oh, we could play their, um, freaky tiki Christmas. Remember we had that last year. Yeah. 
I do. So we've got some Christmas music we can load up and play again. Um, Because Christmas is right around the fucking corner. So Um, crazy. So number one on my list, you would appreciate this stuff because you are a country music fan. I did not watch the Country Music Awards apparently was on, right? Yeah, I mean, I I was going to say country music fan for me is a little bit. That's a stretch. But well, you are I, more so than I am. So, although yeah, I am I now, guess. Chris Stapleton has that new song out and it's pretty sexy. Bitch, I like I've been telling you to listen to Chris Stapleton for like five fucking years. You did. You turned me on to him, is what I'm saying. And but now you his... didn't listen for a while. It no, took a I while did it for like at did. least a year. You kept telling me for like a year. And I'm like, uh huh. Yeah. yeah mm-hmm, <laughs> sure. So, yeah, I think Chris uh, but, Stapleton fan is more accurate than country fan. I mean, I like Nashville, but I don't like I didn't watch the CMAs. I don't like like I went to a Dirks Bentley concert a couple years ago for a bachelorette party. I didn't like it. Oh, <laughs> like, I, I did, just, too. Getting drunk on a plane. That guy. Yeah. Yeah. I I'm went to a concert not, of his. Yeah. So but I do like him. So I'm glad that you finally embraced it. Well, they're playing Chris Stapleton on XRT, just so you know. I, he, I do think he's not like strict. I wouldn't say he's just country. He's like blues, you know? No, no. I think he's a little more mainstream. Yeah. Especially since he did like that duet with John uh, Mayer. And Justin so. Timberlake. Well, so if you know who Jason Isbell is, he um he was so upset that the country music did not mention John Prine, who was... He passed away earlier in the year from coronavirus, and I really like John Prine. I don't know if you're familiar with him. I, yeah. And I was surprised. I saw Jason Isbell's tweet. I was shocked that they didn't, like, include him. Because it right. was the so in they, memoriam, right? Right. They didn't include John Prine, Jerry Jeff Walker, who just recently passed, and then Billy Joe Shaver. So they didn't, they didn't include any of the in memoriam at the CMAs for those three um, musicians that have passed. Uh, So Jason said, Amanda Shires and I have decided to return our membership cards to the CMA. I doubt anybody will care, but we cared a lot about our heroes. So, um, and that's good. Yeah. Hopefully a lot more people will turn in their cards and be like, you know what? Fuck off. You got to give everybody a little bit of respect right now. So, um, Steph, I was driving yesterday (laughs) and you know how there's the big lions. Is it at the library in Chicago? The Art Institute? Oh, it's the Art Institute. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm from Chicago. Um, so you know how they always have those lions like dressed up? And I'm sure they were. Don't they have masks on the lions right now? I think they did. I don't know if they they probably still do. I know okay. they'll put like helmets on them like when the bears are doing. Right. Well like they dr- Yeah. They dress them up kind of like people used to have those concrete little geese and they would dress up the geese in front of their house. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, so or gnomes people do that. Yes, the gnomes. Yeah. Um, so there's a a neighbor, like not in my subdivision, but a little further down the road, and they have two of those big concrete lions, not as big as the Art Institute ones, but they're still kind of big, you know, at the end of their driveway. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> me and Joe are driving past, and I'm like, wait, those lions have masks on. He goes, Yeah, if you put your glasses on, you'll see they're made out of granny panties. <laughs> and I'm like, Oh my Shut god, the fuck up. He's like, They're big flowery granny panties that they just made them look like masks on these lines. they were new. <laughs> I don't know, but I was laughing so hard. I'm like, well, 
because I didn't have my glasses on. I thought that was super cute. And then Joe's like, no, man, they're old lady <laughs> panties. Like, <laughs> he's, he's like, that's just wrong. I'm like, oh, those poor lions. Um, so that's resourceful. Always, they were being resourceful. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure it was maybe a little old lady trying to be cute. And it probably took her a long time to put them on there. But yeah. So, but I mean, I guess you can use your underpants as masks. Yeah, if she you was really sacrificing two pairs of her underwear. Yeah. That, I think a lot <laughs> went into that. Right. I'll have to try to. Like, the thing is, I'd have to pull in her driveway to take a picture. So just act um, like you're lost. Do it. And then like, oh, yeah, maybe. I'll try to. It'll be my mission. I'll try to take a picture. Uh, so that was number two. Number three, Steph, if you are a fan of White Castle, you know that they had those briefcases full of burgers, right? The Crave yeah. case. Mm-hmm. Well, now they have the Crave clutch. And the box is so cute. It looks like an old school boom box and it's full of 20 burgers in there. How much was the Crave case? Was that 22 as well? 20? I don't I thought the Crave case was maybe 30, but it could have been 20. So this is just like it's yeah, okay. I but was wondering how, how much smaller it was. I don't know. It's really cute. I'll send you a picture. It's or I'll post it on the Facebook page. I always say that and I never fucking post shit, but I, I will. But it's cute because as they hand it, it looks like a boom box. And I'm like, oh, that's so fun. Like you got a boom box full of burgers. And then we Going were like retro. laughing. Yeah. yeah. So that that's a White Castle. It's called the Crave Clutch. Uh, so what is that stuff? One, two, three, four. I did, even though it wasn't for Singles Day, I did order myself some uh stuff online and my favorite mascara of like i want to say probably of the year is tarte their man eater mascara and um i'll give you a tip like you you can only buy it at ulta you can't get it at sephora or nordstrom or macy's or anything like that they're so annoying with that because i like their shape tape concealer and you could only get that at sephora But then they have something else that you can only get at Ulta. It's like, it's the same fucking brand. Just sell it everywhere. Well, but so here's a tip. Just go on to the Tarte brand website. That's usually what I do. And you order because then there's no shipping. There's no shipping and you get free samples with every product you buy. So if I buy the mascara at Ulta, I have to go to Ulta. It's $23. Um, you know, then they put the tax and whatever on it and they don't really ever give you free stuff at Ulta because they're kind of cheap like that. And you got to drive there. Right. But for, if you just order from Tarte, it's the same price. It's twenty three dollars. They don't charge you for shipping. They do tar- charge you for tax, but they don't charge you for shipping. And then they sent three samples. They did send a shape tape sample, a cleanser and something else. So I've only used they have like this uh, clay type concealer and then shape tape i don't think i've ever used their mascara so that's good to know because i do like tart well their mascara i used to be hooked on that lights camera action one and it's all natural you know there's no preservatives or anything in it and i loved that and then i got a free sample of the man eater and i fell in love with that and believe me mine dried up a little bit and i've been like trying to supplement with mac and uh, not another it. mascara and they just couldn't compare i was so happy when i got that man eater in the mail i'm like yes <laughs> tiger mama because it has stripes on it so. 
Um, and then last but not least, Steph, if you are going to run out, which you are, and you pass by a McDonald's, they have, McDonald's is like my thing of the week, I guess, uh, they have pumpkin cream pies. Oh, like little ones? Yeah. So you know how you used to be able to get the cherry and the apple pies? They have pumpkin pies right now. So, um, okay. and they're pretty bomb. I got four of them last night. Are they... Um. <laughs> You said cream, so is there like there's a little cream in it, but yeah, it's it definitely you'll like it. It's a pumpkin cream pie because I need if I eat pumpkin pie, I have to have whipped cream on it. I can't. Well, just it's eat not cold. Pie. It's like inside the pie, um, kind of like hmm. one year they had the holiday pies, and that was, I it was like sprinkles and like a, a like a creamy pie too. I don't know. Try it. I think okay. you get two two of them for like two a two bucks or something like that a dollar ninety eight or whatever. Okay, yeah, you might like I'll check them. it out. Yeah. Well, that was Samandy's five things of the week stuff. Fun and, and exciting. Now we got a song. We do have a song, and um, everybody knows how much we love the uh, Sunshine Boys here, and. Dog Julin is the mastermind behind the Sunshine Boys. It was his birthday yesterday. So happy birthday happy to birthday. Dog. And I figured in honor of his birthday, we would play a song by the Sunshine Boys. So here we go with I Was Already Gone. <laughs>
that was I Was Already Gone by the Sunshine Boys. It's a fabulous dynamic trio from the Chicagoland area made up of Dog, Frida, and Jackie. Sunshine Boys uh, have their latest release, uh, Work and Love, came out earlier this year. And hopefully we'll be getting something new from them soon. But until then, uh, grab that Work and Love. You can find that online and uh, enjoy the Sunshine Boys. And that song was brought to you by Tweaked Audio. Get headphones, earbuds, and accessories from tweakedaudio.com. Enter discount code BITCHES at checkout for 33% off your entire order, free shipping, and a lifetime limited warranty on everything you buy. Tweakedaudio.com. Tweakedaudio.com. Yeah. Hit them up. And if you would like us to play your fantastic music and you're an unsigned artist, you can go to radiomisfits.com. Click on the tab there that says submit music. Fill in all of your information. Please do not forget to add the links to your music and uh, send it on over to us. Radiomisfits.com. Send it away. Yeah. Am I supposed to say anything else? (laughs) I think so. Last week you were talking about how you didn't have anything in front of you for that. And now are you second guessing yourself? Oh, probably. You know me. There's no, uh, there's no rhyme or reason with me. I do. We do have a little bit of dating stuff. So I added some of our old job stuff. I like that. I miss this. You know, I listen to all these crazy stations on my way home from work. So I do like channel 50 and 54. And I want to say it's like old disco and shit like that. And they did. They played this song. And I'm like, man, I forgot about this one. We got to add this back on the show. So those channels are on Sirius. Yeah, Sirius 50 and 54. I forget what they're called, but they're more like. You know, you're going to run across like Cameo and uh, yeah, uh, shit. What else do I hear on there all the time? Like seriously, old school stuff like Debbie Deb, Lisa, Lisa um, the Commodores. Like, you know, it's a variety of Houdini. Like you're going to get all that old school stuff on there. I think I listened to more R&B than I really realized when I was growing up. <laughs> yeah, I definitely. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, we have stuff I thought of you and myself when it came to this article. Uh, singles who are satisfied with their friends are less likely to desire a relationship partner. That's true. I I really think it's true. And they did a study and they, they said single individuals tend to have lower desire for a romantic relationship when they are more socially satisfied and place their friends higher in their life priorities. And this uh, research was published in the Journal of Social and Personal Relationships. And they're saying that the population of singles is on the rise and very few seem to care. So in the U.S. alone, uh, the share of married adults ages 18 and older have declined 72 percent from 72 percent in 1960 to 50 percent in 2016. So not as many people are getting married and I don't fucking blame them. Yeah, I know getting married all together and getting married older is definitely trending, not, you know, 
before it was the average, the median age of people who first got married, like 22 or something. Right. So, I mean, just for example, in my family, I got married when I was 23, but then my sister didn't get married until she was close to 40. And my, my one cousin that I'm close to, she didn't get married until she was in her 40s. So, yeah. um, yeah, I don't think it's like a big rush to get married young anymore, especially because, I mean, quite frankly, economically, no one can afford that. You know, you can, yeah. people can't afford to have big families anymore, let alone start families in your early 20s. People are coming out of their 20s with such ridiculous uh, educational debt that how can you afford to buy a house and, you know, have kids and do all that when you still have a lot of your own debt to handle? Debt and very hard to find a job or at least a decent paying job. So. Right. Right. Yeah. Well, and gone are the days when you have a husband and wife and one of them gets to stay at home and take care of the kids. Like that's yeah. just, sorry, pipe dreamed. It, two income families. It has to happen these days if you're going to have kids. When you have friends, good friends, you don't give a shit, which, yeah, I agree with this study. Yeah. Oh, I keep telling like all my single older, older girlfriends. I'm like, dude, when we all go to retire, we're going to buy a sweet ass fucking house together. And like, you can do the cooking and I'll do the cleaning and you can do like, we'll just have our own little Golden jobs. Girls. Be, yeah. Well, I don't care if guys are there, but men usually kind of fuck up the system, you know, Get some gay men and you'll be fine. Yes. Gay guys. Perfect. They're more than welcome. But straight men, mm-mm, they, they're not on the same level. Bye. <laughs> bye, boy. Bye, bye. Um. So, hey, babe, what's your sign and what's your burrito order? <laughs> So apparently right now people are um, connecting and finding love because of these social distancing regulations. Um, they're finding it through lunch and dinner dates that are like social distance. Virtual? Virtual. Yeah. Yes. Thanks, Steph. That was the word I was looking for. Um, so apparently Chipotle teamed up with Hinge and Uber Eats, and they've created a menu that encourages dining during distant dates. So Hinge users can now fill out a prompt in the dating app that lets the prospective partners know what their Chipotle order is. And um, then the prompt Mine is a says, bowl. With uh, yeah, I would rice. do a bowl for sure. That, that tortilla is gigantic. But also um, I get a side of chips that I'll dip in the bowl. Oh, and you don't like, do you like guacamole? I don't mind it in that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because, well, yeah, I like to get the bowl and I take chips and I scoop up what's in the bowl. And that's how I eat it, too. We, we, yeah. We're compatible stuff. Look at us. Let's get on hinge and match. Yeah. So I guess this prompt says, I'll bring the burritos if you bring dot, dot, dot. And it encourages daters to complete the sentence. So the menu was inspired by cuffing season, which we are still in. and. um yeah, and it's, if, in case you missed it, cuffing season is the period of time when single people begin looking for short-term partnerships to pass the colder months of the year. So um, this will be exclusively available on Uber Eats from November 12th to December 5th. And uh, it has the day date, the date night, the hinge date. And um, if you do the hinge date, you get $20 off your next three orders of Chipotle through Uber Eats. So there you go. 
All right. Good to know. Oh, and there is a contest going on with that. So a 10 Uber Eats customers who order from the cuffing season menu will have a chance to win dating advice from actress Rebel Wilson. Huh. She's she's uh, (laughs) joining up with Uber Eats. That's a weird collab. Yeah. Well, and she's she I don't know. People think she's like a dating guru. So, yeah, is she? Even though I don't know who she dated, but okay. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, well, I guess she was in that How to Be Single movie. So maybe that kind of oh, spun maybe. off into Did a I thing. watch that? I think I watched that movie. I don't know. She's fun. So I definitely tune in to watch her. Um, and then what do we want to do uh, to kind of wrap up the show? Because I know you you got you to gotta step on the gas over there stuff. Um, do we have some synchronicity? Synchronicity, we do. We have a oh, quick dumb criminal. You, you know what? Say? I have this little drop that has to do with uh, dating, so we'll do oh, this. Oh, really okay. Fast. Yeah, you know it's getting pretty icy out here, ladies. It's snowing right now. You got to be careful. But I do wish for one thing: that when you slip and you fall, that it's into my deadly arms. Whoa, whoa, whoa! You almost fell there, baby. You got to be careful. That's my guy, my Conway guy from Saskatch one. I think you need to find a Canadian dating app and get Well, on you know there. what? It's kind of funny because my one um my one girlfriend in Winnipeg, I like sent her clips of him and now she's like, Oh my god, I love him. Do you think we could like date him? <laughs> so <laughs> I'm like, Well, you're Manitoba's closer to Saskatchewan than I am, so go for it. But yeah, he always has these funny little videos. I thought that was funny because the video he's like, Whoa, whoa, baby, and he's like pretending like he's catching the girl so i definitely like the night of the roxbury music yes oh my gosh my kids loved that movie and i had that big old black suburban i would pick them up from school and they would roll the windows down they were so little they would roll the windows down and the whole way home they would be yelling emilio out the window (laughs) that was a good movie it was One such of those a good, good movie. stupid movies. Yeah, for sure. I'll have to uh, revisit that. Um, so you have uh, dumb criminals, and I do have the, the police. Look at us. I'm on top of it tonight. Call the popo ho. So a woman in Georgia was arrested after trying to convince Chick fil A workers that she was an FBI agent and they had to give her free food. Kimberly George Ragsdale, 47, was arrested after Chick-fil-A workers called 911. She allegedly told workers she was an FBI agent and demanded free food. She also told police that she was an agent and that she didn't have any ID. Witnesses told police that she had been to the restaurant multiple times and she threatened to arrest the workers if they didn't give her free food. Oh, my God. So, I mean, I, I think I respect the hustle, but it didn't work out, Kimberly. Sorry. No, Kimberly, like you're better off just, you know, going to McDonald's. Right now you could buy a filet of fish and get a Big Mac for a dollar. Like I think we need a McDonald's sponsorship. We do. <laughs> I'm telling you, yesterday, well, I went with Joe and he's like, I'm gonna get White Castle. I'm like, okay, I'll get Portillo's. Well, fuck that Portillo's line, man. Every motherfucker in the world was in that line. I'm like, I'm not sitting in line for an hour for Portillo's. Like they can suck it. I'm like so it was like eight thirty and I was finally hungry. I'm like, all right, I'm going to McDonald's. <laughs> so- that was actually last week I went by my mom and I was starving and I'm like, I'm gonna get um chick-fil-a the lot like normally like you said portillo's line like chick-fil-a line it's near the mall by my mom 
the line's always long and they have like the people posted up like throughout the drive through you know right but it was insane it like went into the mall parking lot and like looped around and i was like fuck this so i ended up going to culver's which i love just as much anyway yeah I yeah. mean, and truthfully, I, the, the people, the Chick-fil-A line and that Portillo's line, and it, there's two Portillo's near me, and it doesn't matter which one, the lines are always nuts. And so joke's on them because I have like a little hot dog joint that's like a knockoff of Portillo's by my house called Fratello's. Oh, <laughs> and I prefer their Italian beefs to Portillo's, to be honest with you. So I'm like, mm, there's never any line over at Fratello's. Like, I just get in and get out and I got my beef and it's hot because it's right down the street from my house. So yeah. There you Fuck go. Portillo's. Guess I we're like not going to get a Portillo sponsorship, are we? I like Portillo's. I like Portillo's. <laughs> don't listen to her. I do too. I just don't like the lines. And because they fucked up our order almost every time I go. Well, that like, one downtown is bad. Like that, that Ontario horrible. one is really bad. But I also just think like the line always looks worse than it is with Portillo's because they're pretty they have it like a pretty good system. They do because they have people like taking orders before you even get up to the thing and they, ch- you know, they run your credit card before you even get up in line. But I mean, it. it I, I have sat in a Portillo's line for an, over an hour before. And I don't oh, think hell I want- no. Yeah, yeah I, exactly. Oh, uh, hell no. I'm not going to do that again. So. No. Uh, Steph, we've got some synchronicity. Synchronicity. Here we go. You're going through some things right now. Synchronicity. Synchronicity. (laughs) (laughs) If that guy knew, he'd probably be wanting some money. (laughs) Uh, So what do you got going on here, Steph, with this Mars retrograde? Well, it's finally over. I think we talked a couple months ago all the retrogrades that were going to be happening. Yeah, Mars retrograde is finally over. It started September 9th, okay. but as of Friday the 13th, it is over. Thank and it goodness. says, during Mars retrograde, you're less energetic, you're less driven, your libido is low. If you started any new jobs, projects, or relationships during this time, they likely got off to a bumpy start or just failed entirely. Now that the retrograde is over, all of these woes will soon be a thing of the past. Um, so there's a little bit of a post-retrograde horoscope for each. I don't know if we want to run through it. They're yeah, not we can. Long. I mean, it's up to you. you you're the, you've got, uh, you got the time. We can. If not, yeah, we can Yeah, I got like another seven minutes, I'd say. <laughs> we could go. Aries. Mars was retrograde in your sign. So, so yeah, it was retrograde in Aries. Um, okay. So Aries arguably got the worst of the worst, especially because Mars is the ruling planet. You're super headstrong and you've had to learn that you need to compromise instead of insisting on your own way all the time. Yeah, this ain't Burger King, motherfucker. You ain't going to get it your way all the time. <laughs> Taurus, this retrograde was a real toughie for you. It took all of the projects, jobs, and relationships you initiated within the past two years and brought them back around for review. You celebrated the wins and accepted the losses, and now's your chance to take what's left. The projects you dropped, the jobs you left incomplete, and the relationships that ended badly. And now you have to decide what to do with them. Gemini, the infighting with your squad reached a breaking point during Mars retrograde, and now you're able to pick up the pieces and decide who's worth keeping around. You've had just about enough of controlling, manipulative friends, or alternatively, argumentative, pot-stirring friends. Oh, is there something Uh, you're not telling us? No. So this sense of pay attention to your... 
rising and your sun. So maybe Leo is more. Okay, so here's Cancer. This retrograde has been a huge lesson in self-assertion for you, especially in your professional life. You've really, really been wanting that big promotion or that raise, but the fear of failure or fear of recognition has held you back. Keep working hard and slaying on the job because your higher-ups are 110% watching your progress. You go cancers. All mm-hmm. right, let's see if Leo is more. Life's been stagnant lately. Um, yes. Now it's time to ask yourself why have I felt so stuck in place? Go on an adventure. This might mean an actual safe local vacation to find yourself. Or it could mean that you're exploring new job opportunities, trying out something new in your love sex life, going Ooh. back to school, or simply finding a new hobby. Find something or someone that excites you and makes you feel alive. Okay. That all right. promising. Yeah. Virgo, you're finally getting all of the financial drama of the past couple months sorted out. Debts that you owe others and that others owe you are being settled once and for all. And hopefully your bank account isn't hurting too much. On a totally different note, your sex life is improving too. You've been struggling to feel turned on or satisfied. But by introducing new ways to have fun or a new partner, you're finding that lost spark. All right, go Virgos. mine. (laughs) Libra, this Mars retrograde has been highlighting all sorts of inequalities in your relationships. And since you're the sign of balance, this has been very, very tough. Now it's time to loosen up and find balance in your relationship again. Or if your partner's the problem, tell them straight up to get it together or just get rid of them. Nobody has time for shitty relationships, platonic, romantic, or otherwise. And this post-retrograde moment is a time when these connections are being either repaired or ended for good. Damn. Damn, Libra, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Scorpio, the retrograde was centralized around your health and wellness, urging you to take a look at how you take care of yourself and your day-to-day routine. Wash your ass. Whether you were snacking on junk food every day or staying up till 3 a.m. or drinking so much you got a hangover, your poor health habits probably caught up to you. Now's the time to be honest with yourself, look at your behavior, and make a plan to change your routine. Mm. <laughs> Yeah, Sagittarius, although this retrograde was easier for your sign than most of the Zodiac, it was still wild. You felt stuck, tired, and unmotivated. That's because the people, things that used to spark joy in your life simply aren't compatible with the person you are now, and you need more variety in your life. Whether you get a new partner, new friends, a new job, or a new personal hobby, doesn't matter. Just know that the theme of your life is the theme of your life right now is new love. Oh, I wish I was Sagittarius. Sag, um, Capricorn, that's me. There's been chaos at home for the past couple of months, thanks to Mars retrograde. Not really. Uh, some of it's been totally out of your control. Appliances breaking down. Oh, yes, I got a new dryer last week. Oh, there you go. Uh, tech glitches and that sort of thing and some of it's actually in your control like disagreements arguments or passive aggressiveness with your family or roommates now that the retrograde is over you know exactly what is causing these issues and you can use mars's energy for your own extreme makeover home edition be up front and tell your roomies parents whoever that there is a problem that you want to figure out a solution to channel your energy towards finding a compromise May I just say that um, my mom broke her phone and she didn't have my phone number for a month. So that was kind of <laughs> nice. She finally emailed me. She's like, I lost your number. I'm like, oh, damn. <laughs> Why did she take her so long to email? She couldn't ask your sister? 
I think she asked my sister, but I've already like bitched at my sister so many times. Like, you know, it just keeps not getting involved that Hmm. she just kept saying, oh, yeah, I'll send it to you. And then she would not send it. (laughs) It was funny. So she texted me yesterday. A peaceful month without that. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm like, "Mm, there really wasn't any passive aggressiveness going on because my mom didn't have my number. So. Um, Aquarius, your aggressive Martian side has been coming out way too much in your communication. And this past retrograde has really urged you to look at the hows wise behind your inability to connect with others. You're opinionated and you're totally unapologetic about who you are and what you believe. But when you refuse to listen to different ways of thinking, all you're doing is tearing up your relationships. Now that Mars is direct, you're accepting different ways of thinking and every conversation you have isn't blowing up into an argument anymore. Damn, Aquarius. Okay, because I have an Aquarius moon, this makes more sense because I would come home and like tell my kids, I'm like, yeah, this is what happened at work. They're like, damn, you better watch what you say. (laughs) What's your rising sign? Um, Capricorn. Oh, you're double? I'm double Capricorn and then Aquarius moon. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, this I definitely have a Martian side that was aggressive and it was coming out way too much. (laughs) Well, that's over now. It is. And Pisces, last but not least, after a couple of months of financial drama, you're finally realizing now that being reckless with your money maybe isn't the best move. Stop buying hookers drinks. If you haven't successfully made a budget or started healthier spending habits by now, it's time to figure out a way to manage your money. <laughs> Get them dollars together. Yeah, dollar make you holla. Dollar, dollar. All right, stuff. So this was our fun show of the week. We have yet to decide what we're going to call it. Oh, yeah. This is the fun part when we Yeah, stop so recording. while it loads, we think. We think really hard. Usually um, something about balls or ass or something. About <laughs> something boobs. dirty. I don't know. We could change it up and be like really. Yeah, we weren't really dirty this week, were we? It was the turgid member. I thought that was kind of dirty. No, I'm saying this week. What oh, are we yeah, this do? week we really didn't talk very dirty. No. Mm-hmm. We have to figure no. it out. I guess we will. Uh, you guys will know soon. Yeah. Oh, no, you already know while you're listening. We don't yes. know. <laughs> We're the ones in the dark here, folks. (laughs) All right. We will see see you next next Tuesday. Tuesday.